0: You are listening to
1: Diversified Audio. We are a father and daughter who talk about things that are happening in our world.
0: We are conversational and we would like to invite you into our conversation. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Father-Daughter Podcast. I am Mark Kilblock and I'm the father.
1: And I'm Sophia Kilblock, the daughter.
0: And this is Season 2, Episode 1. Yes. Season 1 consisted of 14 episodes and we started on May 31st, 2020. So, this is almost a one-year anniversary of when we started. Mm -hmm. It's kind of special. Uh, You can find those, if you really want to go back and listen to them, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms. But we forge now into the future. It's stupendous. It's colossal. Mm -hmm. It's ginormous. It's season two. Yeah. Are you excited? Yes. All right. So, May 31st, 2020, one of the biggest things on our mind was uh, covid Yeah. COVID uh, really hit. Uh, March 13th was my anniversary. I think you had a different one when you felt like Mm -hmm. it started.
1: March 8th was mine, because that was the last, like, church service, the last time I got to see all my friends. That was basically it.
0: Yeah, and that lasted a long time, longer than any of us
1: Yeah, I remember back in, like... April or May of last year, being like, oh, this will be all over by July, it'll be fine, and then it was like a year later, and it's still not over.
0: Still not over, but we've come a long way, that's one of the things that we'll talk about as we progress through, but um, yeah, March 13th for me was the day I got sent home from work, and we went into uh, telework mode, and limited time in the office, and masks, and quarantine, and it's funny, we've come so far that you... Well, I think maybe because you you forget about stuff that you don't really like. Yeah. You feel like we've already put a lot of that stuff in the rearview mirror. Like, it's...
1: Close, but not quite. Because, like, it's still weird when you're, like, outside and in stores and stuff. Because now, like, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to, like, wear a mask and stuff. So, like, going into Walmart, you're like, "Do do I need to be wearing a mask? Like, what do I need to do? So there's still those, like, little things that you're thinking of. But for the most part, things are back to normal.
0: Yeah, I'm not the primary shopper in the family, so I don't go to Walmart. Walmart that often, but the last time I was in there, I would estimate it was about forty percent people wearing masks. Um, I felt a little funny because um, I my first thing where I started to push back a little bit was the outside wearing of masks, right. So I got to the point where I said, you know, I'm over it. I'm not wearing a mask outside. So as I'm going across the parking lot in Walmart, I see people with masks on still, and I don't even know if it's true or not, but you feel like when you have don't have a mask on, and you run across somebody that does, you, you think they're giving you a dirty look. And they may not be.
1: No, But yeah. all you can
0: see is their eyes, so.
1: Yeah, it just feels a little <laughs> like, like, should I be wearing one? Just like a, you know, yeah. just like, not necessarily just, like, different. You just kind of, like, want to be polite. Or maybe it's just me. I just don't want to, like, come across as that kind of person who's just like, I'm never going to wear a mask.
0: Right. Like, yeah, so it was funny. I, I felt funny about not wearing a mask coming across the parking lot and then i get inside yeah. and there's people in there with no masks on whatsoever yeah and i have mine on so then the roles are reversed I like, i'm like looking at people <laughs> and trying not <laughs> you try not to look at them in any particular way but right. I, I, then i wonder this you know are they thinking that i'm giving them a dirty look because right um i'm to the point now where i think i would i would go in there and not wear it but um
1: yeah you don't have to if you're yeah. vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask right. unless like the certain store you're in like requires it
0: we are coming to you 3.3 miles from the geographic center of Delaware, right? Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Within a tenth or so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to people, you know, for people to know where we're coming from. Uh-huh. And it's important for ourselves to know where we are located in time and space. Okay. Don't you think?
1: That was a bit of a, um, uh, what do you call it?
0: Uh, change of direction.
1: Yeah, like a topic switch. Switch,
0: yeah. Yep. There's
1: a there's a better term for that, but yeah. I'm sure they know what I'm trying to say. But yeah. anyways, yeah, that was a little bit abrupt.
0: Basically, I de- derailed us. Yeah, we entirely. About, yeah, well, here, here's what I was thinking of. I, I glanced over at my sheet, and I saw that. And, uh, you know, people get used to us, you know, certain things are traditional with this podcast, and I always used to say that, so the six people that listen to us.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's the thing, though.
1: Right. We used
0: to have seven. So taking that amount of well, time off okay. really hurt us.
1: No... No, we actually had six even before the the seven was in like our peak starting time, and then it okay. just it went down to six eventually.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. You know, the other forms of media talk about millions of people. We talk about seven. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, we know nobody listens to us. We but... had two
1: people who listened to us in the past week, which is weird because we haven't released a podcast in like six months. Well, but... see,
0: there's a there's a need, there's a there's a want, there's a desire for the product we have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not no. a large desire, uh, but it's there. It's there. Yeah.
0: Two maybe
1: maybe they just accidentally clicked <laughs> <two human>
0: on <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. For like
1: a second and they were like, Whoops, yeah. this is not what I was looking for. Yeah, but, we have yeah.
0: listeners well, maybe. maybe <laughs> but um before <clears throat> I so rudely interrupted us and right. um you were mentioning vaccines and <clears throat> excuse me. Um I was thinking about how fast this vaccine was developed.
1: Right. And how
0: different the world is now because you know, in the past, it would be unheard of to take a vaccine that was brought, you know, brought to market in a year. Yeah. Now, here's something. My sister, I will give her credit for this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think she's right. I don't know. I haven't come back and checked her. <laughs> but and forgive us out there if we have any epidemiologists listening to us. We're just amateurs. Right? Yeah. Um, but coronaviruses are basically a common cold. Mm-hmm. There's tons of that's why it's COVID-19. It's not the 19th one that was a common mistake
1: yeah
0: but the actual coronavirus there are some that are just a common cold. right so my sister pointed out that they've been working on vaccines for coronaviruses for decades oh yeah so it isn't like it's this particular strain yes yeah yeah so um we've talked about this before because i thought considered not getting it for yeah um but then the the tipping point was, especially me being in my age demographic, that getting COVID is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, having the <laughs> vaccine doesn't necessarily mean that you're like not going to get COVID, but if you do, you're not going to die. Yes. So, and it also uh, decreases the risk of you like spreading it to other people. So all those things are good things.
0: But we did in our circle of people that we know, there's some people that got it and some fairly young people mm-hmm. and all the things you heard about somewhere along the line happened, you know, like, um, people losing sense of smell and taste, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but yeah, interesting time. And it's, it's interesting that we were, we, you know, it was a year ago. Now here we are and how, how different things are. Yeah. But I like the way things are now much, much better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So that leads us into our first topic of the day, which is the Indianapolis 500. Yes. Now, people that know us, listen to us, know that we're racing fans. We're car fans. i like, oh, here they go, talking about the Indy 500. <laughs> but this is not just a race. No. It's not just a sporting event. No. It was the biggest gathering of humans. Yes. Since COVID. Yes.
1: So that's a big deal. Yes.
0: And um, I'm going to criticize the New York sports media now for what I told you. Remember? Yep.
1: I remember this.
0: Now. They may have talked about it, but the, the guys that I'm thinking of, Boomer and Geo in New York,
1: right?
0: They when they put their podcasts up, they put them out hour by hour,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: each hour has a description. Right. So I listened to the first hour thinking that, you know, you come on the air on Monday or Tuesday. In this case, it was after a holiday weekend. You know, what's, what are the big sports topics? Now, obviously, they're going to talk about New York sports. But this, like I said, this is the biggest gathering of humans, period. Forget right. about sports, whatever. And, you know, a, a traditional event, uh, Fox News Radio, when we heard that they were going to allow fans at the Indy 500, called it the biggest sporting event in the world. So they mm-hmm. got it right. Yes. But in New York, it's like not even on the radar screen.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird.
0: You know, I'm not saying they got to spend 10 minutes on it.
1: Wait, isn't Fox News stationed in New York City?
0: It could be. Yeah, we were, we were listening on the Dover station. Okay. and the, the Fox News radio is like syndicated all over the country. Okay. So it's not tied into any one location.
1: But like they're like TV station and stuff isn't that in New York?
0: There is a Fox. Not like the Fox big 5. Fox. Oh, their headquarters? Yeah. Probably I should probably we should probably know this we're media people. Like, sort of when you podcast or is that media? Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> but it is, I know it is. Okay. Cuz like whenever they go live and stuff well uh, okay, because sometimes they're in New York, and sometimes they're in Washington, D.C., so right. I don't...
0: But I, I, do I was not. impressed when they made that announcement. They said the biggest sporting event in the world is going to have fans.
1: Well, in, yeah, yes.
0: In terms of attendance, it is. It is. It still is. It's even,
1: in, even without COVID and stuff, yeah. it's still the largest single-day sporting event.
0: So the fact that we got a chance to go to that and take part in it in person was very cool.
1: Yes, it was.
0: And we have our doubts that it was 40%. Yeah. We think it was more.
1: We probably shouldn't say that, though.
0: Well, we're not the only ones saying
1: that. Well, I know, but it just... I mean, yeah, it looked full, but there the explanation, like, because the official like Indianapolis people gave an explanation of why it seemed so full, was because there wasn't anyone in the infield. And then I guess the way they had the spacing done, it can still look full, even though there's it's not
0: well and there that that was the one point that i brought up that um i thought about it later was um the spacing thing was done by groups Mm -hmm. because season ticket holders or families things like that yeah so they would give you your block of whatever season tickets Mm -hmm. but then they said there would be two spaces on either side of your group okay and if you think about that we did have that yeah we did so um, 135,000 is still a lot of people. It looked fuller than I thought it was going to. Yeah. And it was cool because that's, that's the, the thing with indie is that visual mm-hmm. of all that wall of people. So I guess we can actually talk about the race now. Um, you had some favorites. Yeah. And.
1: Okay. So obviously my, my top two of the normal guys I always talk about James Hinchcliffe, Alexander Rossi. James was pretty much invisible for the entire race. I wasn't really paying attention to him at all. It, he started like 16th. I think he finished somewhere in the 20s. I don't exactly know where. He didn't have a great day. Rossi started 10th and he had a pit stop issue where he ran out of fuel on a yellow, and so he had to come into the pits when they were closed for emergency fuel, and the car wouldn't start. And it was a, it just it, the he finished like technically last but there were people behind him who crashed but yeah it didn't go well for him and then I have one guy Alex Pillow who I've had my eye on since his rookie year and he finished second um in a intense battle with Elio Castroneves who eventually won the race um at the end and that was stressful for me I, w- I really thought he was going to win at the end there when he got the lead with like three laps to go, and mm-hmm. then he didn't win, which was frustrating, but it was yeah. a good race. Yeah,
0: it was a it was a drafting battle, and it was uh, tactical, you know, when when is the right time to take the lead?
1: Yeah.
0: And one of the things that's been discussed is that if you could guarantee the race was going to end under green, you'd... Definitely don't want to be leading going into the last lap. Right. Because somewhere in that lap, you're going to get passed.
1: Well, Elio was leading on the last lap. Here's he the, had traffic in front well, of Well,
0: that's the, that's the thing. So, you know, there's been times when last year, as a matter of fact, the yellow came out and they never restarted. So the race finished on yellow. So right. Scott Dixon was in a position to try to take the lead. He didn't. Mm-hmm. And the race ended or er- technically ended early. In other words, the yellow came out. He can't pass. So, right. Um, that's another thing you got to consider. So you can say when Elio took the lead with two laps to go, is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. That could have been too early, but he also had all that traffic in front of him, which created all that turbulent air, which for Pillow was bad. Yeah. So I personally thought, and I told you this <laughs> when they came down the front stretch with a lap, you know, the white flag comes out one lap to go. Mm-hmm. And they're having this intense battle for the lead, and they're coming up on a pack of cars. It had to be 10 or 11 cars. Yeah. And I'm picturing them trying to battle through this traffic, and and I actually said out loud, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) It had nothing to do with rooting for one or the other. I just thought it was going to be a big calamity. But they ended up actually never catching or or passing. So Elio held on. So how about the um, in-person audio sound?
1: At Indy, yeah, it's always awesome. Yeah, Like, no matter what year you go, the, just the sound of the crowd is incredible. Like, there's an energy at Indy that you're not going to get anywhere else. I mean, I okay, I've never been to a football game or right. a basketball game, so I don't technically know what the energy at those games are like, but Indy is just different, and it's just, it's so awesome to be there and to hear that and does yeah, be doesn't, part of it.
0: it doesn't come across on TV. No, it doesn't. Because unlike... Football games where, yeah, I mean, no no argument that NFL games are loud, you know, when the home crowd is, you know, the team's doing well and all that. But at Indy, the, the crowd noise has to compete with the engine noise, so yeah. you can't fully hear it. But I told you this, for me, on that, the last two laps, it's like somebody had a volume control, mm-hmm. and they were just slowly turning it up, and it got louder and louder. Because people really, I think, in retrospect, when you look back, we're rooting for history. Yes. I want to say I was there when the only the, this is now the fourth guy in history
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be a four time winner. I was there and I saw it. Yeah. So, and I, I've read message boards and things and the way they describe it, I think it's true. It's like most everybody except you <laughs> <laughs> abandoned whoever they were rooting for
1: Yeah. and rooted
0: for Elio. And you could hear it because it just got louder as he went around. And when he came off turn four, and the, you know they realized, yeah, this is going to happen. Right. I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. Because you have the visual at Indy when you look down the front stretch, they always call it the, like a, a a cavern of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. That's a good description. That's exactly what it looks like. But to me, I mean, you have the visual, but it, it became physical and almost visual. You could almost see the sound. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yes. It
1: was unbelievable. Yeah.
0: And there's. We can't help you if you weren't there.
1: Yeah. It's, there's no way. You've got, like, if you ever get the chance to go to Indy, please go. Because yes. Because it's amazing.
0: And that's, you get people like Mike Tirico from NBC, who's covered every sport imaginable. You know, all the diff, all the big events. And he said that. hmm he's like, you, you won't really understand it until you experience it. Yeah. And there's a lot of... Uh, general sports fans out there that still just won't do it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's like we can, we can sell it all day long. And they're not going to do it, but it's, it's the only way to, once you go, then you get it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get it before we, you know, it's been in our family since I was little. So we didn't need, you didn't need we don't need to be sold.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, this is the second time that we've gone to the Indy 500. And one of my favorite guys has finished second in yeah. like a close battle with the leader
0: right yeah I've I've had uh mostly famine with my indie 500 people at, I'm always happy for whoever wins right because I mean you know whoever it is haven't
1: you, you seen Elio win three times now
0: three times yep 01 02 and uh and this one yeah yep and it, he's not really my guy but I've I've come around and we talked about this yeah but, you don't win four times by accident. No, you the do guy, The guy can drive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I guess for me, there's the old guy thing. He can still do it. Right. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah, see, but I'm young, so I want to see the young guys <laughs> be able
0: to do it. That's <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. So uh, here's, here's one of the things that I wonder about, though, because you see this across the board in sports. When somebody young has success early. And they say, oh, he's going to go on, and you know, he's only going to get better from here. Yeah. There's no guarantees.
1: Mm-mm. That's
0: the, that's where I was going with that. There's yeah, no...
1: and I think there's always that that hype <clears throat> around the younger like yeah. people who come into a sport. But I feel like they almost always get overhyped. Like, you have to give them time yes. to adjust yep. and to get better. Because the the veterans are always going to be the ones who really win at the
0: end. Right. It's a, experience counts for a lot there.
1: Yeah. There's so... so many
0: things that can happen to you, and it's such a long race. Mm-hmm that you can be um, a superstar in the first half of the race, but after a year or two goes by, does anybody remember who was leading from lap 50 to lap 100? No. No. Connor Daly.
1: Yeah. But everyone loves Connor Daly. Yeah. No, yeah I,
0: didn't, for him. I didn't mean that to take a shot at Connor Daly because he did very well. Yeah. But he, that's a prime example of he was in the mix to win. Yeah. And then Ray Hall had the – pit stop where the tire was left loose yeah, and it bounced right in front of Connor's car. That's the kind of stuff. That There's
1: a lot of people in this race who are in the mix to win. Yes. Colton was there, VK, obviously Plow and then Cal who won. The only reason Dixon wasn't a part of it was because he had the same thing. He had exactly
0: the same thing on the same time. lap as Rossi, the vapor lock where the car wouldn't start. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw it or not, but Kevin Lee uh, interviewed him after the race was over and asked him, how can you be so... Friendly or whatever, and Dixon said, "Well, it happened on lap forty-five, so I had a lot lot of time to drive around (laughs) and get my aggression out."
1: Yeah. So, and just touching back on that subject about like younger generation and then older generation in sports, I think you could also take a parallel back to the Super Bowl this year. Yep. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And Tom Brady. Yep.
0: Everybody figured it was a no-brainer that Mahomes was going to. Well, and we shouldn't say. Because football's a team game. Right. But everybody focuses on the quarterback. Exactly. But yeah, you're right, though. It was like... The
1: experience the, won.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And that, I mean, there's a couple older guys on the Buccaneer team, too. I mean...
0: Yes. Uh,
1: JPP is on the team now.
0: Yeah, that guy, man, he's had football injuries. He's blew his fingers off with fireworks. Mm-hmm. He was in a major car accident. I mean, that, that's an Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just
1: Nothing can stop him.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a big surprise that yeah. um, that, that happened. And that's a, probably a topic for another day. Tom Brady, how long is this going to go on?
1: Forever. I mean, I don't understand how this is happening, but...
0: It, it doesn't make any sense. No, does it doesn't. But it's not, like, you can't draw any parallels.
1: You know, I almost wonder as if, if, like, if he plays for this long, like, what is he going to be like when he's 80? Like is, <laughs> Like, I wonder if there's going to be some, like, major physical issues. Because you can't get tackled for that many years and not have major physical problems when you're older.
0: Well, that's a big thing that makes it so amazing. Because even now, I mean, he should be brittle. Yeah. Most players are. They they get injured much easier uh, as they the further they get away from thirty. He's right. forty four. It doesn't. It doesn't it, make sense. It literally doesn't. But
1: for make him, sense. it might not manifest until he's much older. Right. So.
0: Yep. So. Indianapolis is more than just a race to us. Right. It may be a future uh, home of your college. Yes. So, the daughter half of the father-daughter podcast <laughs> is is progressing. Life goes on, and college is in the in the mix now. Yes. So tell us where you're at, what you're thinking, and what uh, maybe what you learned on this trip, and how you're going to apply that as you go forward.
1: Well, I learned that the University of Indianapolis is an awesome college.
0: (laughs) I didn't never heard of it, honestly, until you brought it up.
1: I hadn't either until I looked it up on Google and and found it. But it's, if you haven't heard of it and you want to go to college somewhere in Indiana, consider it because it's a pretty awesome place. The staff there is amazing. We met with a counselor who kind of explained how things work at the college and, and really got to know us well also. And we took a tour of the campus, and it was really nice. I liked it a lot, and and the whole atmosphere of the place is, is really good. And for me, for college, I obviously I want to be a part of IndyCar or motorsport in general somehow. Um, so sports communications, being journalism or PR or broadcasting or sports marketing, is kind of what I want to be a part of. So that's what um, we took a look at while we were down there, and it was... It was good. I I enjoyed my experience there, and it was fun to learn about the the college and all of that.
0: Yeah, as a parent, I, I like their emphasis on the real world. Yeah. When you go to school there, all the emphasis on the schooling is to – the end goal is to get you a job. Yes. In a specific field. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that can be a real minefield for some people who are not goal-oriented. Yeah. They go to school just to go to school. Yeah. And it, it's a lot of money. You know, you want to, you want to have a focused goal. Mm-hmm. And I already know that, um, from what you've told me, that's, I'm not worried about you. Right. <laughs> but, but to hear it from them, that that's the emphasis is pretty mm-hmm. cool. And you were saying, uh, if you're going to go to school in Indiana, consider this place. Mm-hmm. Well, We've talked about this a little bit, but I think one of the reasons you don't hear about it is so many schools in Indiana. University of Indiana is the first one you think of. Yeah. Purdue. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: there's Ball State. There's another one. I can't. Um, oh, Butler. Butler, yeah. Yeah. There, and Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, there's some pretty big schools that, that suck all the oxygen out of the room.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, back to that point about, like, being goal-oriented, that was one of the things that I had read about the college, um, there was a, an article or, or something that I read about the school where they were like, what sort of students should attend the school and what sort of stu- students shouldn't? And one of the main points that every student they talked to kept reiterating was like, if you are not goal-oriented, do not come here because right. you have to be on top of all of your schoolwork. This is an extremely, like, you have to be focused to want to go to this school. And they even talked about, like, if you're gonna to come to this school, you're not gonna be doing partying. Like it's it's a dry campus, which was something I greatly enjoyed about the campus. And it's just it just seems so like focused on your education and focused on getting you where you want to go for your future, which I really enjoy.
0: If there was if there are parents out there listening to us, they're like, Man, this is music to our ears. Yeah. <laughs> Goal oriented, you're not coming here to party, dry campus. Yeah, parents I think would all be Yeah. I know I am fully in favor. Mm-hmm of all that. So, yep. Um Indiana may be a future home for us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to consider. It's just that um I'm I'm mulling retirement and financially mm-hmm. uh it may be a good place to retire, but the, we're not anywhere near any kind of a concrete decision. We went out there and looked around, got to lay the land. We know more now than we knew before. Yeah, but we're far, far from having answers. We, uh, we trust God for the future. He's mm-hmm. gonna put us where He wants us to be. So that's when we start to get a little. I say we. I'm talking about myself. We start to get a little anxiety ridden. I have to remind myself of that. So
1: yeah,
0: that makes it. Um, it takes all the pressure off. Uh, I told you this before we went out there. Is I consider this an adventure? We don't know what the outcome's gonna be. That's not bad.
1: No, that, I mean I. I know what I want the outcome to be, and I know what I feel like the outcome (laughs) is going to be. Yes. But, I mean, it's just the general direction we've been going, in. it just seems like that's the thing that's going to be happening. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like all the pieces
0: sort of fell together for that. We lost our page that we were going to go to next, folks. We're going to have a smooth transition. No, it's not.
1: It's it's right there. I know
0: it is, but I wanted to go back one. Okay. Remember? Yes. There it is. So one of the features that we had in season one, we had two main ones that we did. We did uh, National Calendar Day. There's some always some funny stuff with that in this day in history. We're going to revert back to old school. Mm-hmm. We're going back to National Calendar Day. So we looked at Saturday, June the 5th, and uh, Sophia, the daughter part of the Father-Daughter Podcast, read us what our choices would be.
1: All of them? All of them. Okay. Uh, National Gingerbread Day, National Moonshine Day, National... Stop. Okay.
0: <laughs> I do that to you all yes, the time. Yes, you. But I, I stopped, I, I did stop you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Think of the contrast there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why, okay, why is National Gingerbread Day in June?
0: Yeah, you would think that would be around Christmas time, no?
1: I mean, maybe that's what it was like created or something. I don't, Yeah. I don't understand that.
0: That's not the one we picked. No. But we may go back and revisit that someday yeah. just because we want to know. But what a contrast between gingerbread and moonshine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't... It's a little weird. Carry on. Uh, National Veggie Burger Day, which Stop. Is, We're not going to talk about
0: that. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Nobody likes... Ve- do you think anybody really likes veggie burgers, or do they People just... People who
1: are vegan or like vegetarian, yeah. too.
0: All right, so I gotta be nice. We don't want to alienate the no. vegan population. But it's not... It's uh, not
1: our thing. We eat no. meat.
0: Meat, yes. So, Yeah. <laughs> Um
1: National Black Bear Day, National Bubbly Day, National Prairie Day, and National Trails Day.
0: Now, Black Bear Day.
1: Black bears are cool. I guess they have a whole day. Did Scary. I, I
0: mean. And there's been times in my life where I was in areas where there could have been bear, and I was, like, totally um, oblivious.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I went on a pretty obscure mountain bike trail in the Poconos. Hmm. And after I got done, somebody said, where'd you go ride? And I just told them the name, of, I don't remember the name of the trail, but then they brought up that and I was like, and then I I was like trying to visualize different places I was riding and could I, could I ride fast enough to get away from a bear? <laughs> Probably not. I,
1: Well, in general, the bear is trying to get away from you. Yes. Because bears don't really try to go after humans too often.
0: That's the, that's the thought, right? Don't do anything stupid and you should be fine.
1: Yes. There's one national day I would like to address, which is actually yesterday. Okay. National Hug Your Cat Day.
0: Okay, well, I could see where you would. You want, you want to get a cat. And I do. We won't let you. No. No. But that's going to be the first thing you're going to get, isn't it? Yes. How did you become a cat person? I'm a dog person. Or is it just your. I. Own?
1: Okay, so I like both, okay. but cats are more like my personality.
0: Aloof. So, you're not aloof.
1: Yeah, I am. You know me.
0: Well, you're not... I mean, I'm your father. You're not a loop to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're... Yes. I, yes, I just yes, pictured see,
0: you in certain different...
1: Uh, I am. <laughs> yes. Cats are just more like me than dogs. Like, dogs, are. they have big personalities. Other than, like, small white dogs. Yeah. Small white dogs act like cats. But larger dogs, they just have big personalities, and they constantly need attention. Cats just do their own thing. That's true. And if they want to be near you, they'll be near you. Like, it's just... They...
0: So that's a fair assessment when I used the word aloof. Yeah. No problem with that. That's
1: a little weird, but I'm okay with that.
0: All right, so let us go to the one we picked, which is National Trails Day. Yes.
1: I'm going to read about that.
0: Daddy's a mountain biker, so I can relate to this one. I'm going to let you take it away. Tell us all about National Trails Day.
1: Okay. National Trails Day on the first Sunday in June recognizes all the incredible benefits federal, state, and local trails provide for recreation and exposure and exposure to nature. That seems like... I a,
0: think that's a... Um, we should probably pre-read this, but I think that's a bad cut. There's a mistake. Yes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> and, didn't... Uh, and
1: exposure nature. I don't even know what they were trying to say.
0: Local transport for recreation.
1: And exposure to nature?
0: That would probably be right. Okay. All right.
1: Events held throughout the United States help promote awareness for the wide variety of services the trail systems offer. The day encourages people to discover their local trails become active concerning trail issues, and share their excitement for the outdoors. While hiking may be the first activity to come to mind, trails offer so much more. Trails provide axi- ac- access <laughs> access to waterways and canoeing and paddle trips. Birders find excellent opportunities for birdwatching and those seeking to test their abilities to observe and study geolocation and enjoy geocaching. I think that's... Geocaching, something. I think. Cache, yeah, caching.
0: We should probably look that word up someday, because i never heard of that.
1: Really anyway, carry it. on. Yeah. Others learn land navigation or use the trails for biking. Yes, we do. Yes, <laughs> that's our thing. Yes. Sort Well, your thing. Yeah, and you
0: participate from time to time.
1: Yeah. Each of the pursuits <laughs> creates an opportunity to spend time outdoors and generate an excellent cardiovascular workout. National Trails Day is also an opportunity to thank the many volunteers, land agencies, trail developers, park employees, and rangers for their help in developing and maintaining the trails.
0: But wait, there's more. Okay. (laughs) How was that? That was good. That was smooth. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah.
1: How to observe. Hashtag National Trails Day. Visit your local trails. When possible, take a friend and try something new. Try a new trail, an activity, or introduce someone new to an activity you are skilled in to pass on the experience to. Why keep it to yourself? Also, if you pack it in, pack it out. Show your appreciation to those who make the trail system possible. Use hashtag NationalTrailsDay to post on social media. When you're ready to venture out on any trail, it's important to have the right gear. Our staff suggests a few must-have items to help you celebrate National Trails Day. And there's a hyperlink on the website here.
0: Right. It, it's funny because I was reading those some of those hyperlink choices there, and I remember when we used to do this on every podcast, um, the different things that we – different choices we went through, and I remember Hike with a Geek Day.
1: Yeah, I remember that too. I was going to mention that. There's a
0: Trail Mix Day?
1: Yeah, these are other National Trails Day history, cool. just other, I guess, national – Uh, calendar, what do you call these things?
0: National Day Calendar. Yeah. National Calendar Day. There's other
1: things that have to do with trails.
0: One of those things. There's
1: Hike with a Geek Day, Trail Mix Day, Take a Hike Day, Great Outdoors Month, and Camping Month.
0: I don't think we could sell Mama on Camping Month. No. She says no for camping as quickly as she says no for pets. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, it's out. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, You know, honestly, and I would probably go camping once and never go again. Yeah. Unless we had an RV.
0: I've been and i generally like the thing i like is the when you wake up in the morning and you're out there in nature you yeah. haven't had a shower but you consider that part of the deal yeah
1: i mean i don't ca- that stuff i'm not necessarily care it's just like sleeping on the ground doesn't really appeal to me not
0: for you yeah well, you, generally if, you're I'd not going
1: to i'd be open to trying it yeah but yeah. i i don't knowing me and like how i'm definitely not an outdoors kind of person that just yeah
0: well i kind of am in some ways but um Being at the age that I'm at and Mm -hmm. some, you know, we keep it uh, clean and family orientated here. Some of the different issues that I face as an older man (laughs) don't really um, (laughs) coincide, shall we say, Mm -hmm. with the camping experience. (laughs) How is that? That's about as nicely as I could say it. Yeah. You know what else I brought to mind when we talk about National Trails Day?
1: Okay. We saw
0: the picture of the trail. Right. Well, let me back up. I was on the trails today. I, yes, went out, I went out anyway. to Kellen's Pond. See,
1: look at that. You celebrated the National Trails Day. Didn't even
0: Day. know I was doing it. How about that? And I was surprised certain areas of the park were not as crowded as I thought they would be. Huh. The ones that were, you would have to say, okay, well, the one of the trails goes through the uh, picnic area where um, they have the pavilions and picnic tables. Yeah. So I had to navigate through some people there, but uh, I didn't hit any babies or anything like that. Well, that's good. But when we talked about that National Trails Day, it reminded me of that video where you know, people try to co-use the trails. Oh, yeah. It's mostly bicyclists and trying to get the attention of people <laughs> in all the different categories. Yep. There's, like, the little kid, you come up and, you know, you try to get his attention and he flails all over, running.
1: Yeah, all over side. the trail.
0: <laughs> My favorite one, though, is the diver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you say, you know, rider back and they, they, it's like you took a shot at him and they go flying off the trail and they're all what makes that so funny is they're all true i've seen one of each
1: yeah well see and i know what person i am out of those categories yeah i'm either the person who dives off the trail yeah or I freeze, yes, because my brain stops working. Yeah, like it did the other day when we were on a trail, and there's a biker, and there's like three different directions on this trail that he could go. I don't know which way he's going. Well, and that I just stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had you happen to be at an intersection, so. <laughs> and
1: I was like, yeah. I don't know where to go. But
0: you know what? That's actually a good thing to do because if you stop and hold your position, as we say, yeah, then he knows.
1: Yeah, to he go he went on his way, and I was yeah. like, dang, he God. did all
0: right. He didn't yell at you,
1: no. So. Which would that would have made me sad if he yelled at me. <laughs>
0: Well, I think we may have come to the end of Season 2, Episode 1. Okay. What do you think about that? Yes? Did pretty good. Anything else? Nope. That you want to share? Okay. So, as we close this one out, we would invite you to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. You can, Again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the major podcast platforms. Please give us a five-star rating if you are so inclined, and we'll see you on the next one.